Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi everybody and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Don't Nuts. As always, I'm getting ahead of myself, right? Uh, yeah, as always, I am your host. I'm getting mixed up myself. <laughs> it's been a long week. Yes, it has been. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons guy, and I'm joined by El Rey. Yes. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. <laughs> yes, I believe you're going to ask me something. Oh, yes. Okay, so this, maybe that's why you got a little flustered. Yes, right now. yes. Okay, so um, in spite of uh, recent events, yes, I have to ask you publicly here in front of everybody. Is it okay for me to make ball jokes about you? <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I ha- I do not have thin skin, <laughs> but I, I am suffering from hair loss. But again, no thin skin. I could care less. <laughs> good, 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 good. All right. Yes, because the the shine of your head really lights up the room. Yeah, and I would hate not to. Uh, Point that out to people. And I'd hate to smack you across the hall. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know what we're talking about. Yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) Maybe they don't have internet. No TV. Yeah. Not cool, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wasn't very... I don't know. It was really uncalled for. Yeah. I mean, if you can't take a joke, why do you show up? You know a comedian's going to be up there. You know where you're going. Yeah. But alas, we are not here to talk about the bickerings between celebrities. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we are here to talk about the 21st episode of the fifth season of The Simpsons, which is titled Lady Bouvier's Lover. And it first aired May 12th of 1994. And as always, we'll start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags. Yes, and of course the chalkboard gag this time is... Uh, I mean, it's a little corny, but I think it's pretty funny. It's yeah. Bart writing, I will not retransmit without the express permission of Major League Baseball. And of course, if you know, if you watch the baseball game all the way through, mm-hmm. it tells you it's expressly forbidden unless you have the written permission of Major League Baseball to rebroadcast the game. Yeah. So basically, back in the 90s, mm-hmm. when you would tape the game, 
that was uh, technically illegal. Yes. Well, I guess if you gave it to somebody else. It was, yeah. You yeah. could you could see it at home all you wanted, but you couldn't sell it or lend it out. Yeah. Which is still the thing. It's pirating. Right? Yeah. So there we go. But now we've got DVRs. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We're good. And then we get to the couch gag, and we have seen this one before. The family runs in, they collide, and they shatter into little tiny pieces, like they're made out of what porcelain, basically. Yeah. And uh, then the uh, the dog runs in, Santa's little helper, just to investigate. Right? We've seen this before. Yeah. I, but I do like the way that he does. They manage to make him look confused. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty good for all you can see is his eyes, really. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, it's a, I think that's my favorite little thing from there. His eyes. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's true. Mm-hmm. Right. Good animation. And so we start, um, actually, we haven't done this in a while, right? Watching TV? No, no. It's been a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah. We've been, or just not as often we haven't done it. Yeah, because it was like three or four shows in a row that it was, we started watching TV, which we're doing right now, right? Yes. They're watching the Krusty the Clown show, and Krusty is laughing uh, <coughs> and uh, for the kids, and they're all cheering him, and we see Sideshow Mal in a tux, and he doesn't look very happy. Yes, and he tells Krusty. He's begging him. He says, please, Krusty, this is very demeaning. And Krusty goes, shut up and conduct. And uh, I guess he, they have him in front of an orchestra made of monkeys. Yes, but they all have kazoos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's conducting them, right? And as he's moving, uh, well, one of the monkeys actually stops playing. Yeah. And so Mel pokes it with, a, uh, with the baton, mm-hmm. and the monkey just goes for his throat. Yeah. And Mel is in horrible terror and pain at this point. Yeah, but he's being attacked by all the monkeys yes, at this point. Yes, all the other ones jump in afterwards, yes. exactly. And all of the kids find this extremely hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember back in the 90s when that lady got her face torn off by a chimp. Yeah. Yeah. Those, things, those suckers are strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were actually talking, for those of you that have seen the uh, viral video of the monkey and the seagull recently oh yes yeah nature very metal yes nature just is pluck metal. that seagull out of the air and bit its head off yeah that's not for the uh weak at heart for the weak at heart yeah mm. but if you can handle it it's an interesting video yes it is <laughs> and so yes everybody's laughing and homer's laughing and he's actually holding maggie with him they're all watching this together mm-hmm. and he asks maggie maggie can you point to the monkey and then <laughs> maggie points at homer and Homer gets offended, right? Mm-hmm. What do babies know? And then Lisa comes in. Maggie, can you point to the credenza? And she points to the credenza. Mm-hmm. And of course, Homer goes, no! Yep. Because she just pointed out that he does know. Yes. She knows exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Maggie, the smartest Simpson. Yes. And so Marge calls them from the kitchen, right? She says, Homer, you didn't do a very good job frosting Maggie's birthday cake. And then he comes in, what? And he starts reading, it's not McGaggy's birthday. Oh. And he eats the extra A and the extra G, but he doesn't stop there. Yeah. He keeps going. And Marge, at this point, says, hey, hey, hey. And she stops him. And she says that she actually made him a special cake to ruin. It's over there. Yep. Um, <sighs> it's, I guess it's good that she knows him, but... But wow, what a thing to know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can't control yourself and... Not ruin your own kid's birthday cake? Yeah. And Homer Ooh. goes over there and starts Eating picking the at that. Off it, yep. Yeah, yeah. So now the doorbell rings and Marge goes and answers it with Maggie in her arms. 
and Patty and Selma are there. And they're bringing Mom along, right? Mm-hmm. And then Patty goes, hello, everybody except Homer. And then Grandma Bouvier, Jackie, mm-hmm. says, happy birthday, granddaughter. And Patty's like, Marge, I think your father-in-law is across the street. And we, yes, we pan across the street and we see good old Abe Simpson knocking on a door to another house and a, uh, a black man answers and Abe just says, happy birthday and holds a <laughs> present up to yeah. him. Of um, course, this guy looked kind of confused, right? Yes, he looked very confused. <laughs> uh, so now we go back to the Simpsons, ca- Simpsons house and we're seated at the table. Yes, they've gathered up Abe by this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> and Marge brings Maggie in. And she's like, everybody get ready. Here comes the birthday girl in her very first dress. Yes. And everybody's on. They're making comments, right? Mm-hmm. Patty calls her a little angel. Uh, and Selma says that she wants to put a hook in her and hang her from the Christmas tree. <laughs> and Abe goes, what smells? And Marge goes, uh-oh. <laughs> I guess it was Maggie. Yes, I guess it was. And then we, we see her back in her little onesie yep. after that. Yep. Yeah. So that dress didn't last very long. Uh-uh. So everybody's sitting around a big pile of presents and Marge brings back the birthday girl and Bart wants to wait for the other babies uh, before opening the president, before opening the presents. But Lisa explains that they didn't invite any other babies because Maggie doesn't get along with them. Mm-hmm. And right just on then, cue. Yep. Yes, right on cue. The one eyed browed baby is being pushed out with, in the stroller down the street. And both him and Maggie stare each other off. Mm-hmm. Again, so another little chapter in the... Uh, the feud. The feud, yes. <laughs> we were talking about this before. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we discovered how the, the genesis of the feud. Yes. Apparently, Maggie and little Gerald Samson, because that's, that's the kid's name, we just call him uh, One Eyebrow Baby, right? Yes. They were born the same day, but there was only one diaper left. And they gave it to Maggie. And they uh, had to, uh, I guess, uh, wrap little Gerald in uh, the Springfield shopper. (laughs) And he developed a rash that he still, to this day, he cannot get rid of. (laughs) So this is why he harbors that grudge against Maggie. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see where that goes, just (laughs) for the episode's sake. It's such a cool little, you know. Yeah, two babies feuding with each other. Yes, it's so good. Usually it's the parents. Yeah. But now it's the babies. Mm-hmm. That backstory is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so Mary, Marge picks her up and seats her at the table. Marge is like, Maggie, we got a surprise for you. And they bring in the cake and everybody's taking pictures. But Maggie gets frightened by the flashbulbs, by the candles in the darkened room. And she starts to cry. Yes. And... Uh, Grandpa Simpson jumps in. He's like, put some Lister's carbolic unguent on a wad of cotton and stick it in her ear. That'll stop them shakes. We, got, I, we don't know what this is. Yeah, this is old people talk right here. Yes. And then uh, Jackie Bouvier goes, no, no. What she needs is a balsam specific. And Abe's like shocked by this. He says, balsam specific? Oof, well, if we're burning money, why don't we give her a curative galvanic belt too? And then Bart decides to cut in. Don't forget to give her Schmeckler's powder. And they both look at Bart and they say, don't make fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess these are, what, 1920s products or something, something like that. Something like that. When they used to sell that snake oil everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So then, next thing we know, Maggie is being put to bed because she's really excited. And uh, Jackie starts to reminisce about the old days. Like, I remember Lisa's third birthday. She and Bart did this adorable little song and dance routine. And yeah, Abe jumps in and he remembers, like, yeah, that was a real horn honker. Let's see it. Uh, then we have Bart and Lisa looking at each other like, we don't want to do this, right? Yeah, and Abe's like, no, do it. Then, do it. <laughs> and then Bart and Lisa are like, ah. And then they, uh, they walk to the window, they turn around, mm-hmm. and they start singing, hot dogs, armor hot dogs. <laughs> and Abe's jumps in and says, sing it like you mean it. And he gets a harmonica out. Yep. He's like, what do kids, what kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox. <laughs> then everybody starts singing. Yes, yes. Uh, the, yeah. And of course, the big ending, the dogs, kids love to bite. bite. <laughs> Yeah, that's such an annoying song. But Yes, it was an actual jingle back in the day. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about some movie references with that also. Yes. You said it, what? Monsters, Inc., right? Monsters, Inc. The first one. Uh-huh. The Abominable Snowman mm-hmm. says that, it. That was the second one. Monsters, Inc. 2. Oh, it might have been the second one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. And then uh, uh, Demolition Man. The yes. radio stations in the future that just play jingles. jingles. Yeah. Uh, jingle, those are the big hits. The old jingles from back in the day. Dating myself with that demolition man. Right yes, now. yes. <laughs> and so, um, back when Sly was still young. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and Sandra Bullock was real young in that yeah, one too. Yeah, very that young. was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa just kind of like, oh, doesn't this uh, family know any songs that aren't commercials? And everybody kind of looks at each other and they start singing, "I feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight," while doing the little chicken dance. Yes. And Lisa just walks away. By the way, if I, you weren't around for that, good for you. Yes, I, I can attest that was one really annoying commercial. Yeah. Because the song stayed in your head. And it was on all the time mm. for a while. I hated Chef Boyardee for a while. That's what, mid 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that as a kid all the time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well. And so the party's over, right? Everybody's leaving. And uh, Jackie and the gruesome twosome are in the car, mm-hmm. right? And, and she's talking to Marge and tells Marge that it's been great spending time with the family again, that they'll probably, you know, I guess I won't see you until Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> and, that's how they roll. <laughs> and Homer's like, or if not then, Christmas? Because we can wait a little bit longer to see you, right? <laughs> and so Abe says, oh, I guess I'm going to be getting home too. At least I got Matlock to keep me company. And he looks at his watch and goes, he's on in five minutes. <laughs> and then Jackie's like, he is. Step on it. And as they take off, the old folks home bus pulls up. Mm. And it looks like it's in a hurry. Yeah. And you hear the old people inside saying, hurry up. Hurry. Each Matlock could be our last. <laughs> uh, well, at least they're self-aware. Yeah. Very self-aware. So then Marge goes, homie. You know, it's funny, but my mother and your father seem pretty lonely. And Homer laughs. <laughs> that is funny. Like, wow. <laughs> uh, that's not what Marge was trying to say. Yeah. Right? So she goes, yeah. Anyway, maybe they could uh, go to a matinee together or go shopping. Or to that room in the library that's always full of old people. Um, periodicals. That's it. 
And Homer jumps in and he says, Marge, please. Old people don't need companionship. They need to be isolated and studied so it can be determined what nutrients they have that might be extracted for our own personal use. <laughs> Homer's very dark. Though. Yes, that was really dark. Uh-huh. So Marge goes, Homer, would you please stop reading that Ross Perot pamphlet? Wow. I guess uh, she's attributing that to Ross Perot. Yeah. That's a dated joke right yeah, there. Very, very dated joke. <laughs> so then the next day, Marge and Homer pick up Abe and then... They uh, stop in front of the Hal Roach apartments where Jackie happens to live. Mm -hmm. And so Marge says, I've got a neat idea. Why don't you go in and pick up my mother and we'll all go out to dinner. And Abe goes, I'll be back in a jiffy. And he comes back with a woman in a wheelchair that has a similar hairdo. To Jackie and Marge. Yes, to Jackie and Marge. But Marge is quick to point out, that's not my mother. And Abe goes, I'll be back in a jiffy. But uh, he leaves the woman there. Yes. And (laughs) she has a big old smile on her face. This is such a weird, awkward scene. Sad too. Because she's smiling and then she says, can I come too? (laughs) And then Homer just kind of rolls up the the power windows. We hear the sound. Right in front of her. And And her smile turns into a frown. She goes, oh. (laughs) Oh, it's so sad. Terrible. Yeah, so we're at, this is the first time we've seen this restaurant. Yeah. At P. Piggly's Hog Swine Super Smorg Restaurant. And uh, Marge is trying to be a matchmaker here. Yes. Yeah, she's telling, she's telling, you know, Mom, you and Abe have a lot in common. She stops for a minute. She can't, You both got swindled by that telemarketing scam. <laughs> <laughs> and Abe refuses to acknowledge that was a swindle. He goes, yes. oh, it's not a swindle. What you do is see... You give them all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh-huh. And then uh, Grandma Bouvier says, I was just happy to talk to someone on the phone. <laughs> and Abe goes, ah, oh, feeling blue, eh? I got something that'll cheer you up. And he grabs two forks and he sticks them in these uh, potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I guess he pretends, have you ever seen Charlie Chaplin or what's that the Johnny Depp movie? Uh. I know it from Charlie Chaplin, mm-hmm. or from Johnny Depp. I don't. Was it? I think it was Johnny Depp. And anyway, he yeah. starts doing a little dance routine, pretending the fork are legs and the uh, just has a big old head on top of him. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, she starts laughing. She starts laughing a lot, actually. She's uh-huh. wheezing in laughter. But this is cut short because we see our old friend, the uh, blue-haired lawyer. Yes, and he says, "Sir, I represent the estate of Charles Chaplin. I have a court order demanding an immediate halt to this unauthorized imitation." These boys and his two goons jump in, grab the potatoes and forks, and they just stomp on them. Yes, yeah. Benny and June—that's the name of the movie. There you go. Okay. It was gonna—it was gonna kill me. So I'm glad I remembered right now. Benny yeah, and June. Yeah, that would have killed you for a long time. Yes, it would have. <laughs> so next thing we know, we're back at Jackie's apartment, and Jackie is showing Abe an old photo of herself in, uh, I guess, uh, what was considered to be an indecent bikini back in the day. Yeah, she's like showing just the slightest bit of ankle. Yeah, it's like a bodysuit with yeah. like, you can show, see a little bit of calf and ankle. And Jackie's like, here's a picture of me getting arrested for indecent exposure. It was the most embarrassing day of my life. And then Abe just whistles, look at those gams. You were one nifty number. And Jackie's like, boys all paid attention to me and it drove my friends crazy. So you have to ask. 
Who are your friends? <laughs> oh, Zelda Fitzgerald, Francis Farmer, and little Sylvia Plath. Yeah. So, um, those of you who don't know, Sylvia Plath was a poet. Very um, dark poet. Is he a feminist or something like that, too? Uh, I'm sure. And, uh, well, anyway, uh, she uh, deleted herself by sticking her head in the oven and turning up the gas. Yeah. I don't imagine that's a pleasant way to go. No. People used to do that in the Soviet Union all the time. Were they? Yeah. Mm. Like when the uh, KGB would be in the building looking for anyone. Oh, man. They learned that they had to turn the gas off to the building later on because people were so scared. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) They'd kill themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) You learn something new every day, kids. That's crazy. (laughs) So, dark history, but we did bring up Sylvia Plath. Yes, yes, we did. Uh (laughs) It's dark in itself. And so uh, Abe has his line here, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you remind me of a poem I can't remember and a song that may never have existed and a place I'm not sure I've ever been to. <laughs> He's all lost all over the place, right? And Jackie's like, you're so sweet. And then Abe starts thinking, he's like, oh, I feel all funny. <gasps> I'm in love. No, wait, it's a stroke. <laughs> and we just see him, uh, we see an ambulance driving away. Yeah. And, he, and goes, he, he wakes up, right? He's like, no, wait, it is love. And the ambulance slams the brakes, opens up, and kicks him out. Yes. And he's on the gurney still on the freeway yelling, I'm in love, as he goes into uh, oncoming traffic. Yes. And uh, then we open up the next scene with Bart in bed. Watching the Home Shopping Network on a portable TV. Yep. And we see our old friend, Troy McClure. Yes, by, voiced by the legendary Phil Hartman. Yes. And so he's there and he says, Hello, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such films as The Boat Jacking of Supership 79 and Hydro, the man with the hydraulic arms. Coming up this hour on the Impulse Buying Network, your chance to own a piece of, a piece of uh, itchy and scratchy the Toontown Twosome beloved by everyone. Even cynical members of Generation X. Nah. Nah. <laughs> so we see a Gen Xer, right? He's like, yeah, groovy. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, uh, I was going to mention something here. Uh, I wonder how long it takes the writers to come up with names for his movies. That's a good question. Yeah. that's an. I'm sure that's an interesting uh, like board meeting. <laughs> yeah, because they always have these off-the-wall names, yeah. off-the-wall premises. But I, I love how they always reference something, like using the 79, like the yeah. airport movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Always a good laugh. Yes, yes. So then uh, the other guy goes, Troy, I'm proud to offer you, your viewers, these hand drawings of itchy and scratchy animation cells. Each one is absolutely, positively, 100% guaranteed to increase in value. Then you hear the announcer, not a guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Bart can't resist this. He's one of the biggest itchy and scratchy fans ever, right? Mm -hmm. So he goes to the top of the stairs, right? And he peeks around the corner and he sees Homer approaching. And uh, then he, yeah, he turns the corner uh on purpose to run into Homer. Yeah, they bump into each other. And then Bart's like, pardon me, sir, forgive my clumsiness. And Homer says, not at all. And uh, as uh, 
Bart is walking away. He has, you notice that he has Homer's wallet and he's like, sucker. But then Homer starts laughing because he's holding Bart's slingshot. <laughs> yes. So they both robbed each other. Uh-huh. But it's it's funny to, to like, a slingshot is valuable to Homer. Yeah. Or I'm, maybe it is kind of valuable because there's less mayhem he can cause that is true, by not true. having it. But I imagine he wasn't worried about Bart using it. He wanted to use it. Yeah, maybe. You, you could. You're probably right on uh-huh. that one. Yeah. And so we see Bart. He picks up the phone and he kind of like tries to change his voice a little bit. He's like, uh, yes, my name is Homer Simpson. I'd like to order an itchy and scratchy cell. My credit card? And he's looking through Homer's wallet. He's like, uh, do you accept the Federal Breast Inspector's card? License to Ogle? Visa? Oh, yes, of course. That's what I meant. Visa. It's these new dentures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dentures are going to cause you to mispronounce the I. Yep. And so I guess Bart, you know, he, his he plan orders. came to fruition. Yes. So next thing we know, we're at dinner and everyone is pigging out. And Marge goes, well, I think it's wonderful that your father has fallen in love with my mother. And Homer says, well, I'm opposed to the whole thing. Damn opposed. And Bart cuts in. He's damn opposed. Damn, damn, damn opposed. Marge just like, Bart. And she asks, Homer, what possible reason could you have against Grandpa being in love? Homer goes, if he marries your mother, Marge, we'll be brother and sister. And then our kids will be horrible freaks with pink skin, no overbites, and five fingers on each hand. And then he kind of like turns to the kids. And they look like perfectly normal white kids. Yeah, human beings. Yes. And they got like blue eyes and everything. They look pretty, they're pretty good looking kids. Yeah. And what? Homer just yells, ah! Because <laughs> he can't stand the side of it. Yes, him. he thought they were freakishly ugly. Oh my goodness. That's a cool piece of drawing right there, though. Yeah, it was, it That was. real life version. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Marge decides to call her mom. She goes, hello, mom. Fine. You know, Abe had a very nice time with you last Sunday. And Grandpa's in the background. You can hear him, tell her I love her. <laughs> and Marge kind of covers up the mouthpiece. Grandpa, shh. I know my mother. If you come on too strong, she's going to get scared away. And so Abe runs to the other phone in the house. It's like, I love you. <laughs> and then Jackie's like, what? And uh, Marge jumps in. And she's like, uh, uh, I love you, mom. And Abe is still in the back of going, I love you. I love you. And so Marge, Marge yeah. starts going, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Mom, got to go. And she hangs up. But I guess uh, the writers forgot that Abe could still be on the other one. Yes, line. exactly. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, they know that the other phone is still off the hook, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think these kids now... You know what that be, means? Yeah. The phone off the hook? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I imagine some of them do, but very few and far between that actually have landlines. Mm-hmm. I, I tell my students all the time that a lot of you don't know the, uh, the dread, the horror of being a... A young teenager and calling the girl you like that gave her that gave you her number mm-hmm. and you uh, hello <laughs> sirs may I speak to your daughter <laughs> oh, oh god I remember oh god that was terrifying it was horrifying yeah. wasn't it you never know who's gonna pick up yeah because sometimes they're cool oh yeah you're so okay yeah and so I was like who's this oh boy <laughs> although uh, one time I was going out with this uh, rich chick who had her own private number in a room he did air quotes with that by the way. More than that. Well, they couldn't see it. So. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> so then, 
Well, it was it was it was quite convenient. I didn't have to worry about anybody else answering the phone. Ah, had her own line. Yeah, That's, yeah. there you mm-hmm. go. By the way, I think it's kind of disturbing that I have to reference them as landlines now, because <laughs> yeah. back in the day they were just phones. It was just the phone. Yeah, and then when you got cell phones came around, there were cell phones. But now we just call them phones, mm-hmm. and we call the the regular phones landlines. Landlines. Because they're more common than than the landlines now. It's so crazy. It is. It is. Ah, how yeah. times change. Hey, <laughs> I can't. Im- I can't imagine what the hell we're going to be doing in twenty years. I know, right? Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get those brain implants and just <laughs> telepathically communicate with each other. Our our overlord Elon Musk will have rolled them <laughs> right? out by then. <laughs> uh. And so they hang up the phone. The doorbell rings. Uh-huh. Right? Bart answers the door. There's a man. He says, uh, "He says, yeah, hi. I got a special delivery for Homer Simpson." And Bart goes, "That's me." And the guy punches him in the face and says, don't write no more letters to Mr. Sinatra. <laughs> so he closes the door and then the doorbell <laughs> rings again. By the way, what's, By the way, what's Homer doing writing to Frank, Frank Sinatra? Sinatra yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very disturbing, right? I know. Doesn't so, he write letters to other people? That was a that was Grandpa. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Grandpa. That was Grandpa. Oh, remember, he did write letters to Colonel Clink. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was when he was young. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then uh, the doorbell rings again and Bart answers it. And there's it, a teenager it, there. He's like, I got a special delivery for Homer Simpson. And Bart goes, oh, that's me? And the teacher punches him in the face and says, stop stealing golf balls from the driving range. <laughs> so he closes the door and then the doorbell rings again. And Bart goes, I'm sorry. He doesn't He doesn't really answer. Uh-huh. You hear the man saying, Homer Simpson, I've got a special delivery for you. Bart goes, go away. He's like, if you don't open the door, Mr. Simpson, I cannot give you your special delivery. Bart kind of looks through the mail slot. He sees a man holding some rolled up tube, right? And he yeah. imagines that it's got these, his animation cell in there. So Bart opens it up. He goes, he sighs, and he opens it up, right? Yeah, and the man says, here's your special delivery. And Bart grabs it. He says, thanks. And then he punches Bart in the face. He says, and that's for keeping me waiting. <laughs> so, um, by the way, that's assault. Three adults punching mm-hmm. a little kid. I know, right? That's <laughs> worse. That's yeah. worse than, you know, Will hitting Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, there were all those people who were hitting somebody they knew wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And so Bart's very excited. He calls Lisa says, hey, Lisa, guess who's got a genuine itchy and scratchy animation cell? And Lisa goes, oh, that is so cool. This is so exciting. This is so. And Bart pulls it out and, you know, opens it all the way up. And she goes, crappy. It looks like part of Scratchy's arm. And that's really all it is. It's yeah. a part of Scratchy's arm. This mm. whole wasted space. Yes. And Bart says, oh no, I used Dad's credit card to buy this. And Lisa goes, yeesh, how much was it? $350. And Lisa goes, oh. That's in uh, 1990, what, four money too. Yes, I got to be around 500 bucks yeah, a day. Yeah, I'd say about 500 bucks. Mm. Maybe six. Yeah. <laughs> well, now. Yeah, <laughs> within the last few months, yep. maybe six. And, uh. Lisa's just like, ooh, right? And a little specter of Nelson appears and says, ha ha. And then we pan over to the quickie mart and Nelson is on the floor just twitching. Having he's, a fit, yeah. Uh, like, oh my goodness. And Apu's like, ah, ah. there's like, oh my God, this boy's having an out-of-body experience. This is very bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> so oh terrible. My God, yeah. Apu is shrewd, man. <laughs> Oh, he's business savvy. That's what he is. Yes, he is. So later that night at the Simpsons' house, Abe and Homer are sitting together on the couch, 
and Abe is dressed rather nicely. Yes, he's in a full tux. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, waiting for the arrival of Jackie. He's like, hot diggity! I'm going to smooch her like a mule eating an apple. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and he kind of demonstrates, like, I even bought some special novelty glasses. No, dentures. I'm sorry, dentures, right? <laughs> and he, they turn off the lights. He goes, see? And he smiles. And then the dentures are glowing. Kiss me, sweetie. That's <laughs> so crazy. So Homer yeah. jumps and says, Dad, that'll never work. If you want to make your move, you got to play it cool. So we get some little jazz music going. Yeah, and Homer starts saying, what you got to do if you want to get a kiss is act real smooth and make your move like this. And he does the yawn. And stretch. stretches. Yeah, and then he puts his arm around, right, around mm-hmm. Abe's shoulder. And Abe's like, ooh, I see. And then to the beat also is like, so if I take your advice and make your patent and move, then my chances for love will slightly improve. <laughs> and then... Yeah, he does the move, right? Uh And Homer says, now, what's the rule? Play it cool. And there you go. And this is when the doorbell rings. Mm -hmm. And Abe, of course, starts to panic, and he jumps behind the couch. (laughs) Yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so uh, Abe takes Jackie to a senior's dance, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, we cut to... I love this cutscene right here. We cut to Bart trying to... uh, Pawn his animation cell at the comic book store with comic book guy. Yeah, so Bart's like, is this cell worth anything? And he gives him gives him the comic book guy. And he looks at it and he sighs, like, let me show you something. And he pulls out another animation cell. This, this is a Snugglepuss drawn by Hick Heisler. It's worth something. This, this is an arm drawn by nobody. It's worth nothing. <laughs> and Bart's like, can't you give me anything for it? Says, I can give you this telephone. It is shaped like Mary Worth. And Bart goes, ugh. No groaning in my store. <laughs> <laughs> I love comic yeah. book. <laughs> By the way, uh, you know he's Lunch Lady Doris's kid? Is he really? Yes. I did not know that. Now you do? Now I do. Yes. I was today years old when I found that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we go back to the dance. And Red Bream... Red Bream... Who happens to be the band leader? Uh, he's cueing Glenn Miller's Moonlight Serenade, and Jackie dances closer to Abe. And Jackie's like, Oh, this is my favorite song. This is so nice. And Abe says, I can't remember when I felt this young. Oh, I really can't. And they're about to kiss, mm-hmm. but this is when Mr. Burns cuts in. Yes, and he jumps in and says, Say, sport, mind if I have the next dance? And he grabs her, right? And Abe's like, what the? Ah, don't sneak up on her. Oh, you. There's no need for the blown gasket, Charlie. I'll have her back in one piece. And then so the song. It picks up. Yeah, it's like, it's like a swing song. Yeah. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, yeah. And, and they dance up a storm. Yes, apparently Mr. Burns is incredibly limber again now. Yes, and strong. And strong, because he's throwing her around all over the place. Spinning around and everything, yeah. huh? And Abe is not happy. Mm-hmm. He's like, grr, that big ape thinks he's, he can muscle in on my girl, does he? I'm going to give him the frowning of a lifetime. And he stands there looking at him with a big frown. Yes, I but guess, they don't care. Yeah, like, what the hell is that going to do to anybody? I don't know. Mm. Maybe times were different. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And so we see Abe now outside, sitting on a park bench across the street from the dance. And we see Mr. Burns and Jackie leave the dance together. 
And Jackie's like, oh, I swear, Monty, you are the devil himself. I, who told you? Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, I'd say you're an angel, but angels don't dance like that. And that is my favorite part of the episode right uh, there. When Burns was about to be found to be the devil himself. Actually, who told you? I love that. Oh, oh, God. That is so good. Yes, it is. Uh, some of these scenes with Mr. Burns are just golden. Yes, they are. So Smithers arrives in Mr. Bird's uh, limo, and he's not happy at all, right? Uh, he opens the door for Burns, for Burns and Jackie, and they climb in. And he's like, he groans, right? Like, yeah, you can tell <laughs> yep. he's not happy. So he gets in the car, and he, he pull, peels out. He's really unhappy. And Abe is walking off slowly down the street with uh, light being cast down by the lamps, by the street lamps. And he says, good night, Mrs. Bouvier, wherever you are. As he's looking into like the camera. Uh-huh. And then we get to see the blue-haired lawyer again. Yes. This is Mr. Simpson. I represent the estate of Jimmy Durante. I have a court order demanding an immediate halt to this un- unauthorized imitation. Boys. And the two, <laughs> two big men grab his hat and they start stomping it. <laughs> and they leave happily. Yeah. And uh, Abe's like, well, would it be all right with you if I just lay down in the street and died? And you hear some papers shuffling off camera. And you hear the Lord. Yes, that would be acceptable. <laughs> uh, yep. So the, the next day, we cut and we see Mr. Burns smiling. Yes. Looking happy in his office. Yes. And he says, Smithers, guess what happened to me last night? And Smithers is very annoyed. He's like, I don't know, sir. You had sex with that old woman. <laughs> Burns like, she said no to me. Do you know how many women have said no to me? 130. But only once since I've become a billionaire. <laughs> and she's the one for me. I'm in love. <laughs> and Smithers says, whoop-de-doo, sir. And Burns like, yes, whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo to the world. Whoop-de-doo, Mr. Florist. Whoop-de-doo, Mr. Physical Trainer. Whoop de doo, Mr. President. I'm happy you finally found love. <laughs> <laughs> this was very nice for the president to show up at just the right moment. So then Burns goes, Whoop de doo, Tarantula Town. And he grabs the PA, right, for the <laughs> nuclear power plant. He goes, Whoop de doo, employees. Anyone who's found love may leave early today. And everybody goes, Yeah. And everybody leaves except for one dude who stays at work. <laughs> A tear comes down his face. <laughs> None other than El Ray himself. <laughs> uh, Man, I hope they never do that at work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make uh, ball jokes at me. I'm going to make yeah, bachelor you're jokes. Yeah, you're going to make bachelor jokes at me. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> so Mr. Burns decides to write Jackie a love letter. And he goes, memorandum to Mrs. Bouvier. Uh, reason, delineation or romantic intentions. Too sappy. Smithers, come here. And help me write a write a mash note to my girlfriend. Smithers rolls his eyes and he walks over. Fine, darling one, read my words and hear my heart speak. A love soft and undying, a love that will be with you always. Sincerely, yada yada yada. <laughs> and Bert's like, that's marvelous. How do you think of it so fast? I sent it to you on your birthday. Excuse me, I have something in my eye. <laughs> 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 now, I have I nothing that. against the fact that he's gay. Yeah. But 
That's he's, just he's in love with a, with a grizzly old man, Mister Bird. Yeah, yes. he's all shriveled and stuff. Uh, I love that. Something in my eye. So dramatic. Comedy gold, right? Yeah. Comedy gold. So the next thing we know, we're back at the Simpsons house, and Marge is walking down the stairs to join Homer. And Mom goes, Mom's almost ready for her date. She sure seems taken by this new boat. I feel so bad for Grandpa. And Homer jumps in and he says, Dad says this new guy's a repulsive, obnoxious old billionaire. So let's all be extra nice to him. <laughs> uh, so the doorbell rings. Homer goes to answers it. And Homer and Marge... Marge just... Ah! <laughs> they both scream. Uh-huh. And Bird goes, Hello, why if it's our... Uh, it's our... And he uh, he leans over to Smithers, and Smithers whispers into his ear, and, and he and he chuckles. Right? Yeah, he laughs. Smithers laughs while he while he walks away. Right, and uh, Burns goes, "Why? It's Fred Flintstone and his lovely wife Wilma. Oh, and this must be Little Pebbles." And he pats Maggie on the head. Mind if I come? Mind if I come in? I brought chocolates. And Homer grabs the chocolates and says, "Yabba dabba do." <laughs> Well, at least he's going with the spirit of it. I guess so, but uh, but Smithers trying to sabotage him, man. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, such a woman. <laughs> so next thing we know, Marge is sitting at the kitchen table with Homer, and they're both angry at Monty. Yes, and Marge is there. He's an awful, awful, awful man. I guess if he makes Mom happy, that's all that really matters. This is my favorite line of the <laughs> show. That's right, money. Your money's happiness is all that money's. <laughs> I guess you know what Homer's thinking about. That's so terrible. Oh, yeah, my dad got his heart broken, but money. Yeah. And so Bart kind of moseys on in the living room. Mr. Burns is there, and he says, You know, Grandma really likes it when her boyfriends are nice to me. She especially likes it when they give me money. <laughs> and Burns is like, Run along, Pee-wee. Baby gets nothing. So Bart says, Very well. You leave me no choice. And he pulls out two like water guns, right, mm-hmm. out of his out of his pockets. He says, This gun is filled with ketchup, this one with mustard. By the way, isn't that another hot dog joke reference? Yes it is. I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is, now give me three hundred and fifty bucks or you're going to be a mess for your date. And Burns goes, You don't have the guts. And they start stare each other down. Yep. And Bart Pulls the trigger. Squirts him a little. Uh, yeah, with mustard, right? Yep. And Burns like, ooh, here, take your money. Take it. Bart drops the gun. Mm-hmm. And Burns picks it up. Ooh, now the tables have turned, haven't they? And then you hear Jackie, though. Monty, I'm ready. And then you see uh, Monty and uh, Bart holding the guns on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're in a Mexican standoff. Yeah. <laughs> Bart runs off, right? Yeah. And uh, then we cut to... Um, Abe Simpson, who's at the nursing home, looking at a picture of Jackie Bouvier, mm-hmm. feeling very, very sad yeah. and dejected. And, and he's, he's yeah, he's waddling to himself. Oh, why'd she have to leave me? And this is when Jasper walks in. Hi, Abe. We heard you you was in need of some cheering up. We got you a special cake. And the cake says, "Cheer up, Abe." Right? It's a big cake. And they're wheeling it in, right? Two uh-huh. other guys. And then we hear coughing coming from inside the cake. And then you hear like a thud, right? And Jasper looks inside the cakes. Uh-oh, we better call the nurse. Oh, that's so gross. We're going to have an old lady pop out of the cake. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah. That was the only place to go with that joke. Yes. <laughs> they could not let that play out. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. And so um, we cut to the date now, right? Mr. Mm-hmm. Burns is out with Ms. Bouvier. They're at the Italian restaurant. And of course, Luigi, the chef, is there. He's playing the violin this time, actually. Mm-hmm. And Burns is like, Bravissimo, Luigi. Bring us a bottle of your finest vino. He says, hey, you trust Luigi, huh? He knows I want to make a really nice amore. <laughs> and Jackie goes, oh, Monty, I've never been to a more romantic restaurant. And then, of course, one of my favorite things, running jokes in the whole yes. series, we hear Luigi in the kitchen. Hey, Salvatore, break out the cheap hooch for Mr. No-Tip and the dried-up zombie he's captured. (laughs) (laughs) I guess Burns and Jackie are so deaf they couldn't hear that. Yeah, I guess not. It just went right over their heads or something, right? I mean, this happens all the time in real life, but you don't hear. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) So then uh, Bart sees Homer walk by his bedroom, and he decides to come clean about his the purchasing the cell, right? And Bart goes, Dad... I'm really sorry, but I charged 350 bucks on your credit card. And Homer instantly turns, what? Don't worry. Here's the cash. And Homer, woohoo, $350. Now I can buy 70 transcripts of Nightline. <laughs> and it's oddly specific. Uh, yeah. Why, why is he so fascinated with Nightline? I know. Anyway. 70 transcripts. <laughs> yep. So Bart goes, but Dad, oh well, he's happy. I'm going to keep the Mary Worth phone right here. Her stern but sensible face will remind me never to do anything so stupid again. By the way, uh, Mary Worth, we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. It was one of those old comic strips in the newspapers back in the day. It wasn't funny. <laughs> it was one of those, I guess it tried to be... A little too real? I guess they were drawing it for uh, teenage girls, angsty teenage girls or something. Ah, okay, okay. So it was always some kind of drama or another. Well, I never, I didn't read it really often mm-hmm. because it was, I was looking for something to be funny. Yeah. And I was hoping every now and then I'd read it, hoping to be funny, but it never was. Yeah. I had never even seen it before. Mm. So there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously that didn't last. And just as Bart says that about his reminder not to do dumb things, the phone rings and it's Millhouse. And you hear him, hey, Bart, you want to go play with that x-ray machine in the abandoned hospital? And he goes, sure. I guess the phone didn't have the effect that he wanted. Yep. And so we cut to Mr. Burns and Jackie having a picnic, right? Mm-hmm. With the mountains in the background. Again, how big is Springfield? Yes. Right? The geographical oddities. And uh, Mr. Burns does one of the classic things you see in movies and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That he drops a uh, engagement ring into her champagne. And he says, now, my dear, if you look in your champagne, I think you'll find a little surprise. But she chugs it, right? Yes. And she swallows the ring. Yeah. And she chokes a little bit, right? And Virgil's like, uh, not to worry. I believe there's another one around here somewhere. And apparently there was one in the fondue. Yes, and it was, of course, if you know, guys, fondue is hot. Mm-hmm. And he, I think it's cheese fondue, right? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. And so he reaches in there in pain, uh-huh. and he pulls out the ring, and then he kneels in front of Ms. Boovie, and he says, My darling, since my kneecaps are filling with fluid as we speak... Will you marry me? So he went from dancing like that to, again, he's frail. Very frail again, right? (laughs) So then we cut to Marge in the kitchen with Jackie. Mm -hmm. And Marge's like, oh, mom, you can't marry Mr. Burns. He's an evil man. She says, evil schmevil, Marge. Money can provide for me. Besides, 
He's a great kisser. And Homer cuts in, oh, yuck. <laughs> and then Marge says, what about Abe Simpson? Don't you have any feelings for him? Oh, he's a dear, but he's too much of an old fussbot. Marge's like, we're all aware of Grandpa's problems, but compared to Mr. Burns, he's Judge freaking Reinhold. And I've seen a few of Judge Reinhold's movies. <laughs> um, I... He's not a heartthrob. No, he's not. He's not. He's a regular looking dude. Yeah, he's. He, well, you know, Julianne Moore. She's not that pretty, but she's damn sexy. Ah, yes. Judge yes. Reinhold, it, it, he's an attractive and he isn't sexy either. <laughs> so I don't get it. So I don't get it. He's not stupid, sexy Flanders. For no, sure. no, he is not. Ooh, I haven't. I, uh, we'll talk about that. Yes, yes. We, yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Ms. Bouvier says, I don't know who that is. <laughs> So the next one, you know, we see Abe wandering around town trying to make himself feel better. He goes, ah, who needs her? Now I'll have uh, more time to read things I find, read things I found on the ground. Then he picks up something, right? He's latex condo. Boy, I'd love to live in one of those. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he sees Jackie trying on her wedding dress in the bridal salon right yes. and he runs off and so we cut to the actual day of the wedding at the first church of springfield right mm-hmm. uh, barney gets there and he suggests he sits on the groom's side since the bride's side is packed <laughs> and then barney goes sits down and he screams down in front because there's only one other guy there yeah and it was uh some german looking dude <laughs> yes old dude yeah, wearing a Kaiser helmet, uh-huh. and he looks back and he says, Nine! <laughs> oh, those old German jokes for Mr. Burns. Yep. So then we start, we hear the uh, bridal music start to play, and Lisa the flower girl and Bart the ring bearer walk down the aisle together, and Lisa goes, Where's Grandpa? Wasn't he invited? And Bart says, Yeah, but his reply envelope just had a check to the gas company in it. <laughs> I guess he was very confused. Poor Grandpa. Mm-hmm. So Marge and Smithers are walking down the aisle, and they're not happy at all. No, they're not. Uh-huh. Followed by Homer and Selma. I know Selma's not happy at all either. No, no, no. And then we, uh, Reverend Lovejoy is standing in front of him, and he starts to read a passage out of the Bible. Yes, and he starts. And so when Elphaz came down from Mount Hebron bearing figs, he offered them to Mohem, who you will remember is the father of Shechem, and... To Hazar on the occasion of their matrimony, much in the same. And Mr. Burns has had enough of this. He's like, we've heard enough of this blizz blaz and him ham already. Get to the bloody point. <laughs> now, I have to agree with Burns on this because those were some very obscure Bible references. references there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm no Bible scholar, but what the hell was he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't hardly know any of that. Uh-huh. And so he... So he stops, right? He's like, okay, do you, Charles Montgomery Burns, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do. And then uh, Bart steps up to hand him the ring, right? Yeah, and he kind of, like, fumbles it a little bit. Uh-huh. And Burns yells at him, the ring, you little imbecile, before I really lose my temper. And he kicks Bart, right? <laughs> yep. And, of course, Marge is elbowing Jackie to know that, so she can see how bad of a person he is, right? And Jackie's like, I know, I know, ow, ow, as... Mr. Burns is forcing the ring on her finger. Yes, and then Reverend Lovejoy continues, Do you, Jacqueline Bouvier, take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? Yes, and then we start hearing this 
uh, romantic music being played by the pipe organ. Yes, the Moonlight Serenade. Uh-huh. Right? And Jackie says, oh, Monty, my favorite song. How did you? Yeah. And then this is Mr. Burns cuts her off. I specifically requested no romantic music. What? <laughs> and then we see the organist booth. And apparently this is a reference to a movie called The Graduate. Yes. I've seen it referenced here. And I've seen it referenced in Wayne's World 2. Yeah. And it's Abe behind some glass saying, Mrs. Bouvier! Mrs. Bouvier! Pounding on the window. But in this case, the glass breaks and Abe falls to the floor face first. By the way, I haven't seen The Graduate first, but I know the premise. And it's a guy who's fooling around with an older woman. Ah. Interesting. Yes. But they're the same age. But I guess he is an older woman. Maybe that's... I don't know. I don't get it. (laughs) So Abe goes, Honey, are you sure you want to be Mrs. Montgomery Burns? Wouldn't you rather be Mrs. Abraham J. Simpson? And she says, No. And he kind of gulps. And uh, Mr. Burns is really happy, though. Looks happy. But she says, I don't want to be either. And Abe's like, Hot ziggity zam! That's good enough for me! So he grabs her by the hand and they run out of the church. Yep. And on to the bus to the retirement home, mm-hmm. right? And there's a music playing, right? And Abe, yeah, and Abe screams out, turn off that racket! And Otto says, yeah, fat chance pops. You gotta respect that. Yes, and this is when the cartoon ends. Mm-hmm. But then they start having playing this song, right? <laughs> and uh, I guess it's uh, to the sound of silence, yes. to the tune of sound of yes, silence. Yes, uh, hello darkness, my old friend. Yeah, Yes. but it's... Hello, Grandpa, my old friend. <laughs> Your busy day is at an end. Your you... exploits have been sad and boring. There's a tale worth ignoring. When you're alone, the words of your story will echo down the rest home hall. Because <laughs> no one at all can stand the sound Oh, Grandpa. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then we hear Abe in the background oh, trying God. to tell one of his notorious stories. Uh, and, and he starts, right? Yeah. I first took a fancy to Miss Bouvier because of her raspy voice. It reminded me of my old Victoria. Oh, it was a fine machine with a vulcanized rubber listening tube, which you crammed in your ear. The tube would go in easier with some sort of lubricant. Like in seed oil or doctor. And that's when the uh, end credit, the shh, cuts him off. Yes. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool little touch. Yes, I yes, like that was. they use that in the episode. Yes. So. And that is the official end of the episode. Yes. Uh, what can I say? I love this. Great episode. I freaking love this episode. Fantastic episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many donuts would you give this? It should be a five donut. But the, I uh, have to ding it. I have to ding it for that one little thing. Yeah. The recycled couch gag? Yeah, the recycled couch gag. And the chalkboard gag wasn't that funny. Yeah, no. So <sighs> I'm going to have to give it a four and a half. The episode itself was Oh, uh, yes. Like the content. Genius. Yes. Genius. So good. But the the opening was weak. Yeah. I, I do agree with you on that. Very weak opening. It's but like, strong the rest of the whole yes, way through. Uh-huh. It's one of those games, you know, where they start off with a bunt and yeah. then it's a home run derby afterwards. There you go. It's, it's a good just, way to put it. Yeah. I'd agree with you. 4.5. I'll give it a 4.5. 
if it wasn't for the opening, this would be one of the greats. Mm-hmm. It's a, let's see, top, for sure, like top 25, it's in yeah. there. It's got to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just so much to it. It's such a good plot. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. And even the cringy parts were funny. Yes, even the cringy parts are funny. That old lady just looking there for and lonely. Oh, oh my God. So sad. The woman passing out in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. Uh, well, at least we didn't see her pop out. Yeah, that's true. Um, even with the annoying commercial references. Yeah. Which is still funny. Mm. The Chicken Tonight one, oh my God. Just be grateful you guys never heard that. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah, Or, I mean, you can hear it, but just be grateful you never heard all the time like, like it was. Every freaking day. show that you would watch. Yeah. That's another thing these guys would never relate to, watching a show. Mm-hmm. Having to be at home at a specific time. Because if you missed it. You had to wait. Maybe a year. It. Well, may- maybe if the station was cool, they would show it again, like, later at night. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Mm-mm. Yeah. You had to wait till it was syndicated. Yeah. Now everything's on demand. Mm-hmm. But I guess HBO does a good job of it. They don't release everything at once like they do on Netflix and Prime and stuff like that. Yeah. You have to come back the next week yeah. to catch the next episode. Disney Plus does it too with their with their shows. Yeah, they did it with they started with Moon Knight and they do that with the Star Wars stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, you know that's interesting because that. That made me think about something. You were able to go to the video store and get tapes of shows. Yes. But it would be like episodes one through four or something like that. Uh-huh. You, you didn't get a whole series no, no, you to go get, watch at home. No. You had to go back and get the volume two and then the <laughs> whatever. That, yeah. And then we were grateful when they invented DVDs. Yes, that changed everything. Because, gosh, man, VHS were so clunky. They took up so much space. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get as much on them as you could on a DVD. Yep. Yeah, so. Yeah. But yes, anyway, back to the episode. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so much good stuff in there. I love the whole Mr. Burns thinks he got found out being the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> and then, of course, Smithers just very upset about this whole relationship is great. Uh, oh, it's something in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Salvatore. <laughs> that Luigi's great. Mr. No Tip. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They incorporate so many characters again. Yes. Oh, speaking of a character that wasn't in this, but uh, you did get your sexy Flanders. Oh, yes. Have uh, you, you seen my uh, the show Instagram page? Mm-hmm. You got to see the latest in my Simpsons collectible. Uh, my stupid sexy Flanders. In the suit. In. in the suit. Yes. Yep. You can see his uh, his badonkadonk. His glorious badonkadonk. <laughs> uh, my wife's like, what the hell did you order? I still think you should put that on your desk at work. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid some kid will snatch it. Man, they won't snatch it, but they'll knock it down or something. Yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah, so yeah, no, it's too, it's too valuable to take to work. Fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I mean, so they incorporated everybody, almost. You know, we didn't see Ralph. No, we didn't see Ralph. But we did see Mailhouse. We, did, right? There was a bunch. Oh my God! There were so many characters. Barney even made an appearance. Uh huh. Yeah. Troy McClure, the gruesome twosome. Yeah. We even got to see Jacqueline Bouvier, who yes. we hardly ever see. Yes, we 
Yes, we are there soon. One eyebrowed baby. Yes. The saga continues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rivalry that will never end. We got some more hints to how smart Maggie actually is. Yes. Smarter than Homer, that's for sure. Yeah. Magaggy. Homer's cake to mess up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Marge is just too enabling with that. Homer does not deserve Marge. No, he does not. <laughs> no, he does not. After, like, that's why I have to behave. Because I don't deserve my wife. <laughs> uh, but yeah, four and a half all day. Um, what a, a must-see. Yes. Yeah. You believe this is a, we have one more episode and then we start season six? Yep. Wow. I know, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Only uh, 20, what, uh, six, 27 to go so far and counting? Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we'll try to cut this down by doing two episodes over the summer. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll knock in a few more and, you know, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as always, guys, if you have any suggestions of how we can make this show better for you, you can uh, drop me a DM on the uh, official Instagram page, which is official underscore homers underscore donuts. And, uh, you know, just let me know how you think we can make this show better for you. And leave us a review, things yes, like that, yes. ratings, please. Yes, that would make uh, make it easier for other people to find us. If you're on Apple, if you listen to this on Apple Podcast, uh, that's one of the biggest things you guys could do. Drop us a, a like and a review. Um, this is the show's on Spotify. Just give us a follow on there. Yep. Um, tell your friends. We you know we're just here, a couple of uh, idiots trying to have a good time. Before we go, uh, have a good time at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's probably what. We're a, do. That's, I think that's an accurate description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More more times than not. Yes, yes. <laughs> and until next week, au revoir, suckers. <laughs>